on this show, we're going to be covering uh, a lot of stuff, actually, uh, from construction updates to uh, new stuff that we've seen in the parks to food reviews. Uh, just about every, everything and anything. We're going to continue to do these shows probably once a week uh, as I can get them out. And these shows are also going to be heavily video-based. If uh, There's going to be a lot of information here, so if you really want to uh, get the most out of it too, you can actually watch this uh, show with the video overlay on our YouTube channel. Thanks. Bye. This is show 393 for the week of October 25th, 2017. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, we're going to start outside of the parks here and take a look at Aventura as we drove by. It's really coming along, um, and as you're going to see in many of uh, the videos we've got here from outside the park and inside the park, you can see this thing from, from a lot of different angles as you, uh, as you make your way across property. So uh, this thing is supposed to, I believe, I think they're already taking uh, reservations for it now, and I believe it is supposed to open in the spring of 2018 I believe that's what I read so you can see here we actually were up on the trolley train ride and you'll see here in a minute you will see there's the Aventura right there you can see it and another shot of it you can see it past the uh, Islands of Adventure Tower all right we moved on here this is actually Sky Zone this is a place that was in uh, that was open in um, within the area there by Universal and actually pretty close to SeaWorld and within the range of the 475 acres that Universal purchased. This is up for sale uh, as SkyZone has moved on to another location. It's not a big area, not a big piece of property, but uh, it is big enough to where it may fit into some plans that Universal might have. It's probably not unusual that uh, SkyZone has moved and put this up for sale now as they figure Universal is probably interested in gathering up all of the property they can in this general area. Um, so, yeah, I expect to see maybe more go on with that, or maybe not. I, I would be really surprised to see um, Universal just let it go. I also just wanted to throw in here, uh, just as a little tidbit of information to think about, that the new uh, SeaWorld Entertainment just announced a new chairman, uh, the board of directors, chairman of the board there. Uh, his name is, let's see here, uh, Yoshiku Kazu Mariyama. Uh, he's chairman, succeeding David F. D'Alessandro, effective October 9, 2017. He brings over 20 years of global theme park and family entertainment industry experience and helped to lead the early turnaround of Universal Studios Japan which was recently acquired by Comcast NBC Universal. This was just uh, released on September 13th, 2017. This information came out. Just found it interesting that this guy came from Universal to SeaWorld, and especially in a board of directors rule. So anyway, that's a little bit of something to think about that what could be going on there to possibly set up Universal to start taking over some SeaWorld properties. It's a long shot, but who knows? Anyway, uh, all right, so we're going to take you into a little bit of the stuff that we did 
in Diagon Alley here. Of course, you know, whenever you go into Diagon Alley, it's funny, I always notice people still stopped uh, watching for the dragon to do his thing and breathe fire. And it's amazing to watch the groups come and go. One, one walks up, they all hold their phones up, they wait. Of course, the dragon does his thing, and then they, uh, they leave. Next, we headed into uh, Leaky Cauldron for some lunch. In there, we got the banger sandwich. Uh, Connor ate that. My brother got the fish and chips, and I got the toad in a hole. And so those are actually three more things that we've never purchased before in Diagon Alley. And I know a lot of people may think, gee, why do you keep going back to Diagon, uh, Diagon Alley and Leaky Cauldron so much? But uh, there's a lot of things, quality things to try in Three Broomsticks and in Leaky Cauldron. So we're going to continue continually head back, uh, first of all, to check the quality always, to see if the quality is withstanding in this restaurant, and to try each one of the items separately and let you know what we think of them. We are going to do a full food review on this, so if you do want to hear that, you'll be able to go out on the channel and listen to more of uh, that review if you're looking for specifics. We made a little walk around uh, uh, Borgen and, I'm sorry, not Borgen and Burks, but Nocturne Alley, and uh, I had my brother with me. This, he was a first-time visitor who has now purchased an annual pass. And so we wanted to kind of take him around and show him what all uh, what all is going on there throughout Diagon Alley and the rest of the parks. But uh, Nocturne Alley especially, as it was kind of warm that day, that's a great place to go if you really want to just get cooled off. great place to go is right inside of the, uh, right off the main street there by Leaky Cauldron. There's some benches. Sit there and you'll feel the wind get pulled through there uh, through the air conditioning and you want to get cooled off fast that's a way to do it in fact you could even uh, probably watch icicles form on you at a certain time of the year all right the reason why we threw this shot in here is uh, uh, basically rumor yeah if you're looking at this door this is actually uh, kind of by the hopping pot and there, there's a little uh, wand experience and then you can see the sweet shop right next to you this door actually leads out into another area outside of Diagon Alley. And that area you can see here uh, in these trees. And then you see uh, Fear, Fear Factor stage right beyond that. This is an area where they're rumored right now that they're looking at building the Ministry of Magic. And so those doors will lead out into the wooded area. And then you've also got this whole Fear Zone area. Uh, I'm sorry, Fear Factor area to continue to build in. Uh, I expect that we'll hear information on that probably within the next year. Uh, and that will continue the expansion of the two, um, the two Harry Potter parks. Okay, another thing that I'm throwing in here that we've talked about, uh, I haven't, I've talked about, but I've never really given our review on it. And that is the uh, Jimmy Fallon, uh, Race Through New York with Jimmy Fallon attraction. I've heard a lot of people say good and bad about this attraction. And uh, I just wanted to give our review. I've been on it now with uh, several people. Connor and I have gone on it. I've gone on it with my father-in-law, and I've gone on it now with my brother. And I actually hear people laugh out loud in this, especially with my father-in-law and my brother. You don't hear that too often. But they enjoyed it so much that they truly laughed out loud in this attraction. Um, so, I mean, that speaks you know, loud to me as far as you know how much you'll you'll enjoy this thing uh the first shot i showed there uh, was basically where you can get fast passes 
fast passes, if that's what you want to call them. Virtual ride, I think is what it's called. And you can get them through a kiosk there, or you actually the best way to do it is through your app on your smartphone. Uh, and I even came up to the point where we were setting at lunch and knew that we were within our hour that our uh, virtual ticket was for. And I was able to change it right there on the fly and move it up uh, a couple hours since I knew we weren't going to make the, uh, the first um, time that I had set up. And that was really easy. The uh, second place right there that you see with Jimmy Fallon standing above it, that is where um, he... Uh, I'm sorry, that's where you enter the building for the uh, the attraction. And so let's take you through here. This is kind of walking up the hallway when you first enter. And sorry, a little jiggly. I didn't have any stabilizer or anything with me, so I just filmed. And so when you head in here, you're going to see kind of the museum-type area where they're going to show you some props from just general NBC, the Tonight Show stuff with old cameras and stuff from when the show start, first started and I think it was 55 or 56. Um, then you're going to see other stuff here um, uh, highlighting the the past show hosts. Uh, one of which, well, several of which. Uh, first one was Steve Allen. Second one was Jack Parr. Third was uh, Johnny Carson. Next was Jay Leno. Then we had a year of Conan O'Brien. Then we were back to Jay Leno. And now we're on to Jimmy Fallon. So, uh, yeah, so let's just take a look at a few of these. I'm a big fan of uh, Johnny Carson. Always have been since I grew up, really, during some of that era. Uh, and so I was really interested to see this. The props are, are really nice, authentic. These are things that, you know, each one of them used actually on the set. So I thought each thing was done up nicely uh, for each one of the hosts. And I really was uh, intrigued by the fact that they even included Conan O'Brien when that wasn't all oh, such a clean break in a lot of ways. They still included him as being part of the show. They didn't just ignore it. And so I, I was interested in that. This is Jack Parr here. And he was actually the second host. I think I swing to the right. And you'll see, yeah, Steve Allen. There we go, Steve Allen. You can look these guys up if you're interested. Each one of them had their own style. Jack Parr is the one who really brought the interview technique into uh, into the style of the show. Steve Allen was more of like a vaudeville kind of entertainer with the piano and dancing and stuff like that. Of course, we all know who Jay Leno is at this point. Okay, now I won't... Uh, first of all, I'm showing these a lot of times how this works in case somebody doesn't know. Is... Uh, when you, this is the elevator taking us up uh, to the next floor. There's also steps that you can take. When you first go in, you're going to be given uh, tickets, cards, kind of, that you will hand back, and they're color-coded. So when you see the peacock colors change to your color, you know it's time for you to go upstairs and get on, uh, get on the attraction. That is your time. This is just as you're entering the upstairs, off the, off the steps or out of the elevator. And there are games here. Hopefully I show it. That you can sit and you can play down below. Uh, might be some reason why I didn't show them. Anyway, uh, they're just like you sit down and it's kind of like a flat table in front of you. And so you can play the games on it. It's a good way for kids. There's, there they are. Good way for kids or whoever to just kill some time while they're waiting. And just kind of hang out. Some people charge their phones and just rest up here. Straight ahead were the vaudeville singers. And uh, those are their own deal. 
here you're watching a lot of highlights and getting ready to head into the ride. And this is the vaudeville singers right here. This is showing them on the show, but then they actually come out onto the stage there in front of all these people. And this was actually outside of uh, Fallon, um, where it, once you come out, well, basically when you're exiting either way, and that actually looks a lot like uh, Rockefeller Center when you're in New York and how the outside of it looks. When, if you actually go onto it, I think it's on the 80th floor, you can go out and they have these large glass panels. You can go out onto this walking viewing area and look through the glass panels down into the city. Anyway, um, I don't take you through any more of the attraction or show you the attraction because they did not allow filming in there and I'm not going to stir up any problems by trying to film. I'm sure if you want to really see it, you can go out and there are a lot of uh, YouTube channels that will show it. And so you could probably go there and find it. Uh, I say that, I mean, go out, if you're in the parks, go try this attraction if you haven't. Um, I don't I found everybody that I had with me, including myself, we really tended to enjoy it. So anyway, okay, we're moving on here. Um, you, uh, let's see, Terminator 2 uh, has closed. And so Connor and I were there, not for the closing day, but I think it was a day or day or two before so we thought we'd get just a little bit of footage here show you the lobby and kind of what that looked like which remember this is all closed now this is going to be replaced with another attraction they haven't announced what that is yet but they did say it's going to be a universal ip so a high energy universal ip i believe is what they said so um we walked up through as you can see um i'll just give you some of uh, my opinions on it were, you know, there are certain effects in this attraction that I thought were, they were fun. With the fog rolling out into the audience, uh, I thought that was kind of neat. Uh, of course, the stage play, the show that they did was kind of outdated in some ways. But, uh, but I, I don't know. I didn't think it was bad all in all. Um, Connor really thought the whole thing was outdated. Didn't really enjoy it that much at all. And so uh, he wasn't sorry to see it go so uh probably that's the way it was with a lot of people including me i have to say that myself because i didn't go on this attraction for years i think the last time i'd been on it was in 2010 and i wasn't really interested in going on it anymore and so that kind of tells you where my level of enthusiasm was for this attraction so we did uh, record some this was actually in the kind of the queue area before you get on to the attraction and you know I mean this you know okay so here I'm going to give you the deal when we were out into the into the line area that queue area uh, we were told in there that there was no flash photography and that was it so when we got in there I thought okay it's fine for us to video well there was a security guy here who was just crazed uh, making sure that nobody acted up in any way and so he came and told us that we weren't allowed to film, even though when I tried to ask him about it, he just walked away and didn't give me uh, any, any sense of anything. He just walked away. And so, but then when we did walk into the theater for the, um, for the final, for the show itself, we were told in there that there was to be no video recording. And of course we followed the rules as you know, you're supposed to inside the theater. So I did think we were just following the rules uh, in the queue area, but of course, there's you know the security guy had decided. I guess he was going to go 
uh, full-on crazed with people since it was the final days. On the final day, they did allow people to record everything. So you could probably go out, you could find uh, that, that video out there if that's what you're interested in doing. And so anyway, that'll show you basically what the whole thing was like. And, um, and then you can make a decision as to what you thought of it, I guess, if you've never been on it. I think, obviously, whatever they replace it with is going to be better than what was there. This, this attraction's been around, I think, since the early 90s. And in case you didn't know, this is a James Cameron attraction, the guy who's also involved with, um, uh, let's see here. Well, the most recent would be Avatar or Pandora and Disney. And so uh, probably... This, this is outdated, and it's probably time to move on from James Cameron. Uh, maybe that's what Universal's thinking, so they don't have... They're not following IPs and for the same guy in two separate properties. All right, and the one other thing I did want to talk about here is the rumor for the, the Terminator uh, replacement ride. There's a rumor out there that it was going to be uh, Star Wars. Star Wars. Oh, dear. It was going to be Star Trek. And it was funny that when we came out into the lobby, there was Star Trek items for sale out here in the lobby of the Terminator attraction. So I, uh, we got some pictures of those. This is a shot in the inside of the empty theater before other people came in. So I thought I would just kind of give you, give you a bird's eye view of that. Uh, anyway, just found it interesting that they, they did put the, uh, uh, the Star Trek stuff in there. Uh, we'll be curious to see what actually uh, comes out. Uh, or I'm sorry, moves into this attraction. Okay, we're moving on now into Islands of Adventure, and we're going to kind of trace along and see what's going on over there. So we uh, made our way into uh, Hogs, Hogsmeade, and before, on our way in, we actually stopped and took some picture and I think some video here of uh, the lighting rigs and stuff that are going to be, that are in place already for uh, the Christmas show coming up. And so you get a look at this. And this is obviously right through the Jurassic Park wall. And this right here is uh, a little more of the lighting rig that's up in there. While we were over in that area, we actually did a quick walking tour of the castle. We didn't go on the ride, but we did a walking tour on this day. I'm getting my days confused, and you'll find out after a while that uh, this show's actually been... I've been trying to get this ready here for a week, and I have already another show that I need to get ready for Universal. So uh, so I'm getting confused about which is which at this point. So if none of you have done the walking tour, which I don't know, if you're listening to this, you probably have. But if you haven't by some chance, all you have to do is uh, just go up and uh, walk in. Let the team member know that you want to do the walking tour. Now you can do the tour either way. You can go through the line with the regular people. If it's a short line going into the, through the, the uh, attraction, the regular attraction uh, or ride line then go up through that way there is some additional things to see if it's a long line then you don't want to wait in that you can do the walking tour and uh, it cuts you through line through the line so that you're in and out faster um, nothing's really changed in here if you've been in uh, forbidden journey it's pretty much the same attraction that it's been for years so uh, get out there and uh, you know check that out if you haven't done it in a few years um, I actually just was back in it again, but I will be talking that about that here on a future show. So, all right, guys. Well, I'm going to send you out with this. This is pretty much what I've got for, uh, for this week 
Actually, for this show, I'll be back here again real soon with a bunch more stuff. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying these. Let us know and uh, uh, let us know what you think. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.